Let's bow our heads. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you again for this wonderful, magnificent day. Thank you for waking us up this morning, giving us another opportunity to be led by you. We ask you, Lord, to guard our hearts and minds, Lord, so we have a desire to represent you in everything we do. You've been so amazing to us. You spared our life. You've healed our bodies. You delivered us. You promised to never leave us, and you've been there for us. So we thank you for it. Lord, as we speak this message today, we ask you, Lord, let someone walk away knowing that you love them even the more. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 So uh, I'm going to be good today. Uh, I got to behave today. DeAndre Pentecost, I missed you last week. JB, all your people, I miss you. A, a girl is in the house today. She's uh, off her nursing duties. She's in today. I'm so, ha- so happy to see you. Love you. The picture on the screen um, is, um, I want you to know God is trying to connect with you. God is trying to connect with you. God, God really wants to connect with you in, in a powerful way because he wants us to trust him and believe him. Uh, we often uh, go through life uh, thinking sometimes that we're all alone and God is not with us. And God is constantly telling us that I'm with you. I'll never leave you, nor will I forsake you. And so, and even in our trials and our tribulations, our ups and downs, God is always with us. And he's trying to tell you that I'm, I'm, I'm there, I'm present, my spirit is connecting us. Um, and you can do all things through Christ that gives you strength. Amen? Our sermon, we're going to be teaching on a series out of the book of Ephesians. I'm going to be walking through Ephesians. Uh, uh, and I'm really going to really get into it next week, seriously. But it's a journey to righteous living. A journey to righteous living. Right? Uh, righteous... Um, in the Bible is the quality or the state of being morally correct and justifiable. It can be considered uh, synonymous with righteous or being upright. It can be found uh, all throughout scripture. God wants us to make right decisions. Everybody say right decisions. We always face with choices in life. And we have to make a choice every single day. When we get up in the morning, we have to make choices. We have to decide, do I want God to be the Lord of my life? Am I going to do this thing on my own? Or am I going to reach out to one of my friends and call them up and say, girl, man, uh, what what are we going to do today? Right? Uh, Because often people do those things. Uh, We need to spend quality time with God. Uh, I want to say this. It's important. We need to spend quality time with God. We almost need to uh, really focus ourselves, get up in the morning, find a quiet space, sit down in a chair, close our eyes, and then and allow God to speak to us and guide our way. Since God created us and he created our journey and everything we're going to be dealing with, he kind of know the path to take. And we need him to help us uh, down this path. So we need to sit down, take a deep breath, relax, and open ourselves up 
to God speaking to us and saying, God, I don't know what to do. This is a different day. This is a brand new day, a brand new journey. Help me along the way. Show me what moves I'm supposed to make. What, what, who am I going to run into today? What connections do I need to make today? Who's going to be, who should, I, who should I avoid today? Lord, give me some directions so I can be everything you intend for me to be. Uh, the, the song was saying, don't give up on God because God would never give up on you. Right? And so he's always there asking you uh, uh, to let me into your heart. Right? In John, in first, in third John, uh, the writer was writing to a guy by the name of Gaius. And he says, beloved, I wish above all things. I wish above all things, right, that you may prosper, right, and be in health even as your soul prosper, your mind, your intellect, your emotions. Now, hear, me, hear me well. I wish above all things. I wish that you could be very prosperous and successful as you mentally are successfully, emotionally, right, successful, intellectually successful. That only happens, man, when we really embrace the word of God. We have to really embrace it so we can really be prosperous and know what success looks like, right? Because success is not cars and houses and money and all that. It's really a relationship with God. It's about peace with God. And it's about walking in righteousness with God so we can do what we need to do. God wants to guide us. Satan wants to interrupt that path. Right? So I'm going to be talking about that and talking a little bit about that so you can understand what's going on. In one of my favorite Psalms in 139, God says, uh, while you was in your mother's womb, I really start to shape your life. While you was in the womb, I was already shaping your life. And then there's a verse in there that says, you are so wonderfully complexly made. Right? Uh, now, now, remember, if God created you in your mother's womb and he knew you was complex and your intellect was so vast, right? The thing was, I want you to understand is, he loved you for who you are and who he made you to be. You don't have to impress anybody because God made you the way he made you. But there are choices, man, that we make along the way uh, that help determine where we want to go in life, right? But, but God created you uh, in his image, right? But more than anything else, understand that when God created you, he wanted you to be successful and he wanted you to be prosperous, right? So where is the... Where, where lies the problem, right? Where, where, what is this thing that's causing so much stress? We get so angry about things, man, that's bothering us. And, 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 and there's so many things that's coming up against us. Uh, so much so, man, that we get our eyes focused off of Christ. We literally, man, we love the Lord. If I ask people, do you love the Lord? You love the Lord with all your heart. Why is it that we get sidetracked by things? We get a phone call. And it changed our whole world, and we get our focus off of God now on the situation. And now the situation becomes so big, uh, it's bigger than God. And we get so emotionally tied up that uh, we don't understand what we're supposed to be doing. 
So we're going to talk about this journey to righteousness and what interrupts it and what's happening in it, right? Uh, in Luke uh, chapter 6, uh, starting at verse 4, here's what he says. He says, even before the world was made, God chose us for himself because of his love. All right. Now, you got to know that God chose you. Now, I don't care what family you were born in. I don't care what your situation is. I don't care what happened. God chose you. All right. So that's, that says something about you. All right. He says, uh, because of his love. That means because he loved you. Now, despite choices you're making, decisions you're making, things you're going through, what's happening, whatever the family you was born in, God knew what family you was going to be born in before you were born in it. He used that family, man, to bring you here. Right? So understand that. So don't let anybody talk to you about your family because we all got a family. And all of the families are broken. Right? Uh, And the only way they get right is they have to embrace God and operate according to his uh, rules and regulations. He goes on to say, he planned that when he planned that we should be holy. What was his plan for us? That's his mission. He wanted us to be holy. Right? Despite what you're going through, despite what happened, despite what's, what's happening, God still wants you to be holy. That's his plan for you. Right? And without blame as he sees us. Right? He don't want any blame in our life. He don't want anything. He want when they see you and people see you, they see God. Right? But here's more than anything else. When you look in the mirror, who do you see? When you look in the mirror, who do you see? You have to ask yourself, do, uh, that's an ugly person. They're not going to be nothing. Who told you that? Right? Uh, who told you that? Right? Uh, you got to know something, man, that God got your best interest. Right? And God got everything at his disposal, man, to help you be everything he wants you to be. And when I look in the mirror, I'm somebody. All right? Despite what you said about me, I was created to be a success. Because God didn't make nothing without it being a success. He knew when he created you, he created you to be successful. He didn't create you to fail. Right? Verse 5 says, God already planned to have us as his own children. This was done by Jesus Christ in his plan. God wanted this done. God loved us so much, we was in such a disarray and things were going so haywire that God decided that I need to send my son into the earth to show them what they could be. Despite they spitting on him, talking about him, calling him all kind of names, it did not negate the fact that he was God's son. It didn't matter what they did, they could not stop the power that God had given him. All right? Even though they said he was nothing, they called him all kind of names, right? They, they said he, didn't, he wasn't God, he wasn't God's son, he's a heretic, he was all these. They called him all kind of names. Nevertheless, he knew 
who he was. Right? And what he did, he gave us an example to let us know. He said, listen, if you embrace me, listen to my teaching. I'm telling you, you're somebody. Despite, I can take all of this to show you you can take it. All the abuse, all the name calling. Right? He was tempted in every way you used so you can look to him and realize who you are. It's amazing, people that embrace Christ, how their life change. Some people talk about it, and they walk around down, depressed, been out of shape. You got to say, man, do you know who you are? You need to stand up. Do you know who your father is? Do, do, you, know who you, do you know who you are? Why are you walking around here with your head down? Why are, you act, why are you acting like you don't have anything when God got you? Well, there's a reason for it, and I'm going to kind of tell you about it today. There's a reason for it. Now, he goes on to say in verse 43 of Luke, that sixth chapter, he says, a good tree. Everybody say good tree. Now, he's going to talk about you. Now, I want you to understand something. If you understand who you are and you understand the journey to righteousness, and if you connect to the tree and understand who you are, it says a good tree cannot, cannot have bad fruit. It just can't happen, right? It goes that a bad tree cannot have good fruit, right? For every tree is known by its own fruit. Now, every one of you all are known by what you produce, right? You're known by what you, not what somebody say you are, is what you do. Is who you now listen, I don't care what you say about me, it's about who I project and the things I do. Because I'm not who you say I am. Right? So now the question is, who do you say you are? Because you write your story every day. You go around, you don't say anything. As you walk and talk, you write your story. And you say, here I am, read my book. So I walk down the hall and I cuss you out. Or, or I walk down the hall and I give you a big hug and I, and, and I help you out when I don't have anything. Uh, I'm writing my story. Right? And, and so every day I move, every conversation I have, every time I, write, every time I go to the store, every time I pay a bill, whatever I do, whenever I open up a credit card, I'm writing my story. So if I try to manipulate you, that's my story. All right? So he goes on to say, men do not gather figs from thorns. They do not gather grapes from thistles. All right? Now, it's important uh, about who you are. Look at verse 45. Good come from, good, from a what? A good man or woman. And they say man is from a species. Good comes from a good man because of the riches, watch this here, in his or her heart. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaking. I can know your heart by your actions. Whatever is on this, you can say one thing, but whatever is on this, you can put on the show. 
You ever seen somebody dress up, man, or you go somewhere and that girl look good, you at the club, and, and she look good, because some of y'all go to the club, but you know, she, you know, you go somewhere and they look good and they dressed up real nice, oh my God, man, she, ooh, man, I'm glad, mm, 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 Jesus. And then they open their mouth. I ain't talking about their teeth. I'm talking about they open their mouth. All right. Or, or you're working for somebody and, and they're real smart. And it seems like they're real smart. Then all of a sudden, you go to work with them and then you realize, oh, what have I got myself into? Right? Because now they heart. Stay with somebody. Said, if you want to find out what somebody's about, go on a long car ride with them. They let their head on and they start to talk. Then you find out what they're all about, right? So it's important to understand whatever's on the inside of you, it's important, right? Sin comes from a sinful man because of the sin he or she has in their heart. Everybody say, my heart. It's a heart thing. It's really about your heart. And we t- now, we talk about Christ. It's about your heart, right? Because the only way we're going to change this world, man, we got to really be what we say we are. Now, it goes on to say, the mouth speak of what the heart is full of. I didn't mean to say that. Yes, I did. What came out, especially when you're emotional. Whenever you're emotional and it come out, it can be your wife. You ever been with your, your spouse Say, baby, I ain't really mean that. Wait for a few more weeks, it's going to come back up again. Because whatever is in the heart is there. So you got to start doing stuff, man, to work on your heart. You need surgery, right? And so you need the word of God, man, to clean your heart up. Everybody said, clean my heart up. Right now, uh, now I want to hear, I want you to read this list of the story. It's important. We talked a little bit about it this morning. One day, the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord. Now, I want you to pay attention to that. One day, all the angels of God, right, came to present themselves before God and get their marching orders. Because there's a lot of people in Muskegon that uh, God has assigned angels to, and they want to make sure that when I get to Brad's house, uh, what is, God, what do you want me to do when I get to Brad's house? You need, uh, what do you need me to do when I get to Brad Nicky's house? What is it that you want me to do? God says, well, here's what's happening. He said, now, when you get to Margaret's house, here's what's going on. So you, God got these angels, and they come in, and they come in to God to get their marching orders, right? And listen, watch what happened. And Satan also came with them. He said, I'm going too. He said, I, I want in on this here because I'm going down there too, right? Because I'm going to find out what, what's going on and who's who. Because some of them people think they saved, and I'm going to find out if they really saved. And I, I want to hear this again. Some of the people think they saved, but I'm going to find out if they really saved. Some people really saved, but Satan said, I'm going to find out if you're really saved. Now, he, hear me out. And it's important to understand that because you guys love God with all your heart. But Satan's mission is to get you to walk away from God and walk independent of him. So the, the conversation, verse 7 says, 
Where have you come from? What, what you doing here, Satan? Now, this is crazy. It seems like God shouldn't be having a conversation with him, but he was one of God's angels, right? So, so you know, God said, hey, what, what are you doing, right? Uh, he says, where have you come from? Said the Lord to Satan. He said, from Roman, through the earth. Where have I been? I've been roaming all over the earth trying to disrupt the ecosystem. I'm trying to mess up people's minds. I'm trying to get people, man, to really walk away from you, right? And and and, and I'm, I'm telling you, I'm pretty successful at it because I got a lot of people who act like they're yours, but that's because you keep blessing them. Right? So he goes on to say, uh, Roman, uh, through the earth, he replied, and walking back and forth in it. I'm going back and forth. I'm going from one house to the next house. I'm going to this job to the next job. I'm going from over here to over here. And what am I doing? I'm trying to get people who have committed their life to God to turn away from God. That's my mission. Listen, I'm trying to get people who say they love God, because I don't need to get the people that don't love God. I need to get the people who say they love God to walk away from God or embarrass God. Because if I can get uh, uh, one person to mess up, they can take a whole lot of people down with them. So so if if I get Onika to fall, uh, and then I got almost the whole church, they say, well, why should I come to Kingdom Emerson? She ain't no good. So let me just kind of mess up her life. Let me get her to go to the strip club and hold on to the pole. Because she needed a few extra dollars. In Jesus' name. Not on I can say that's a nigga, that's my baby. So I know she ain't going. She better not be going. Right now, so now, right, but but that's but listen to me. But that's how he works. So so he comes and he's he's roaming to and fro. Trying to get the people who already committed their life to God to decommit. Or to say you committed, but just live for me. Just let me in your life. Here's what John. John said this. So he said, keep awake. Watch at all times. Everybody should watch at all times. The devil, Spud, is working against you. He's not working for you. He's working against you. He is walking around like a hungry lion with his mouth open. He is looking for someone to eat. He's trying to devour your life. Right? Stand against him and be strong. Be strong how? In the faith. That means I don't care how much he growl, stand up. You got the power to stand up against him. Here's the thing. You going to know it's him when he show up in your life. Don't nobody have to tell you. You already know who he is. The Holy Spirit inside of you is going to let you know that is Satan. Resist him and he'll flee. 
But he's not going to come in a way that you don't like. He's going to come in a way that you like it. So you, you, got, you got to know what you're dealing with. But remember, his mission is to get you to walk away from God and be powerless in a society where you're supposed to be powerful. You can't say, greatest heat is in me, the heat is in the world, when you allow Satan to come in your life and cause you to do stuff that you know is wrong. Because you don't get to fool nobody, for real. You, you, you're not tricking nobody. You may trick me, all right? But when you look in the mirror, when you look in that mirror, you can't lie to that person. That person knows the truth, right? And that person has a lot of power backing him, if you realize it. And he told you, he said, no weapon ever formed against you or prosper if you stay with me. But you got to stay with the word. You, you, you got to walk in righteousness. I got to do what's right. Right? Uh, now, it's important. He says, stand against him and be strong in the faith. The faith is I got to trust what the word of God says. Because it's about the kingdom. And the kingdom is about loving people and caring for people. And, and, but I got to be a certain way. Because what he's trying to do is that he wants you to say, well, I love people. You know I love everybody, you know. Yes, I love everybody, and I'll and I do anything I can. But that little thing that you know you're doing wrong, right, will strip your power away. And here's the thing. You don't have to tell anybody. But when you look in the mirror, man, you feel powerless. And here's what you say. I don't understand why God leaving me. I need to feel him. In order for you to feel him, you got to get rid of the sin. The wages of sin is death, Right? Now, you, you got to get that sin out of your life because you can, you can fool a lot of people. You can buy people groceries. You can pay your tithes. You can come to church. You can work in the ministry and all that. But you got to get that sin out of your life because you're going to be miserable. It's a, it, it, it'll eat you up from the inside out because you know in your heart I'm not right. Now, I can blame other people, but the bottom line is one day you got to stop and look in the mirror. And you got to say, it ain't my brother, it's not my sister, but it's me, Lord, that stand in the need. I'm the one that need it. I got to quit blaming somebody else when it's about me. Right? Uh, he says, remember other Christians all over the world are suffering the same as you. It's people all over, man. Satan is trying to attack people's life all over the world, not just you. He's trying to get every one of us to walk away. Call your friends in Texas. Call your friends in D.C. Call your friends in Louisiana. And just have a conversation for a few minutes and watch them start telling you how Satan working. Girl, D.C., these kids down here mess. And I don't know what I'm going to do. This is stupid. I can't believe he, he didn't come home last night. I thought he was good. That boy, that boy just bad. These kids on the streets, they, they just like, just listen for a minute. And you realize Satan is rampant all over. And he's trying to get us all to walk away. So this is what he says. Then the Lord said to Satan. This is what I want to read. This is the good part. Then the Lord said to Satan. He's talking to Job about Job situation. I want you to put your name here. Have you considered my servant? Put your name there. 
Put your name there. Can God say, have you considered my servant you? Can God have a conversation with Satan and say, Satan, have you considered Sister Tracy, Pastor Duran, Sister DeAndre, can, can you, have you considered Katara? Have you considered Tracy? What about D'Angelo? Have you considered D'Angelo? Right? For there's no one on the earth like him or like her. Right? A man who is blameless and upright, who fears God and shines evil. Can God say that about you? Can God say, have you considered? Because I know they won't turn. They so committed to me, I know they won't turn. Can God say, do you have a relationship with God enough? God say, have you considered you? And the reason why that's important, because a Satan is coming after you. And if he haven't gotten you yet, maybe, you, maybe your name is in there. And he won't mess with you because he can't touch you. Because if you keep reading, he says, well, the reason why, because you got a hedge around him. And he really said, you got a hedge around him, man, because uh, you give him everything he won't. You've been blessing him. Isn't that something? God give you everything you need and blessing you, and Satan's still trying to tear you down. And the only way Satan can get to you is got to be God got to let him get to you. But don't, I can't be living a life where I, I just give Satan permission to my life. How many people giving Satan permission to your life? You're on the phone texting, you're saying stuff, young people, and, and you're sending naked pictures, and you're doing all this here, and, and you wonder why they call your name in school. They say, but they're bullying me. Check your text out. Check your Facebook posts. What are you posting? Because every day they don't have no respect for you. Right? And it doesn't matter who you are. Uh, uh, you can hide from your parents. You can fool your granny, your grandparents, but you can't fool God. And, 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 and you can't fool Satan. I, I'm finna wrap this up and be done. It's, 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 oh, it ain't really one o'clock. It's twelve o five. All right. Here's what it says. And the Lord, now here's God is having this conversation with Peter. And this is important, right? I want everybody here to hear me as I wrap this up. Everybody, because this is gonna be important. Because this is our journey to righteousness. And the Lord said to Simon, Simon. That's what he said. Now, Simon Peter, for those who don't know the Bible, and especially for the young folk who don't read like they should, uh, no knock to you all because I didn't read when I was young. I ain't going to lie to you. I just, I just wait till the pastor tell me, and then I just quoted what he said. Right? And they say, I know it's right. I swear. Don't tell me it ain't right. Then I call a bishop. I say, bishop, what did they say? Is that right? Didn't you say this Sunday? Right? Now, this is important. Right? This is very, very important. 
God loves you so much. He knows Satan is coming after you. He knows Satan is coming after you. So he gave you his Holy Spirit. Right? Now, forget everybody else. He gave you his Holy Spirit, man, to help you be a reflection of him. Right? To be able to fight off Satan when he come at you at every turn. So Peter, right, Jesus get ready to go to Calvary. And the Lord says, Simon, Simon, behold. Now I want you to put your name there. We're going to say it again. And the Lord said, whatever your name, everybody said the same, say your, say your name twice. And the Lord said, behold, Satan has desired to have you. You think you're not that important. You're extremely important. Satan knows that God created you and you are powerful. You're gifted, you're talented. And you have so much inside of you. And he says, behold, Satan hath desired that he may sift you as wheat. He want to mess your life up. He want to wreck your life. Right? Let me say that again. And the Lord said, Pastor Duran, Pastor Duran, Satan wants to desire to destroy you from the top down. Because if I get you, they go, everybody in the church leaving. As soon as I get you to mess up, people going to say, man, I, I, and I thought he was right. I believed in him. And I, everybody said, well, I love the Lord. No, you gonna, if I mess up, you're leaving. Most people going to leave if I mess up. Right? Because people trust the leadership. And they said, if that person's supposed to be God, they're not right, man. Why am I even coming? That's how important you are. I want you to know that. There's some people, man, they only see God through you. And if you mess up, man, they'll quit coming to church. They said, man, why? If they got, if he mess up, Fatima? You mean they got Fatima? Man, I'm done with this. Because some people are really that weak. They haven't not gotten strong in the faith yet. So now, here's the wrap-up. Verse 32. But I have prayed for thee that thy faith fail not. And when thou art converted, strengthen what? He said, first of all, Jesus says, I'm praying for you, Peter. I'm praying for you, Derek. I'm praying for you, Sister uh, Quinn. I'm praying for you. Sister Norman, that your faith don't fail you. I'm praying that you don't let Satan trick you, man, and you walk away from Christ. Don't walk away from the kingdom. He said, because if you walk away from the kingdom, you walk away from God's governing influence. And people trick you, and people are coming from all over, and they sound good with all kind of doctrine, but you know that Jesus is real. But somebody come and tell you, and here's the thing, man. And a lot of the people that I'm running into, man, who love the Lord, and they really love it, and they walked away from God, and they moved away, Margaret, they eased over here. And when they eased over here, they eased away, and they said, you know, but I'm a spiritualist, uh, or I'm this, but I want you to watch their life. They doing little stuff, man, that you know is contrary to righteousness. Because you can be all that, man, but you got to have a word, man, that govern your life. 
you got to have some principles, man, that govern your life. And you can be deep spiritually, but you better know the word because you can call yourself spiritual and then all other, and, and all this stuff and speak in tongues and, and all this and blow smoke around and all this kind of stuff. But you better have a principle, man, that you got to live by. I'm, I'm telling you. And I'm not, and I'm not knocking those. I'm not knocking them. But you got to be able to go. I was telling the, the marriage ministry uh, the night we had marriage ministry. I said the problem is, I said we struggle because we know what the word said, but we don't know because we didn't read it. But God told you, man, how to manage it. He tells you in the word. It, he ain't trying to hold you down, young people. He wants you to be the best. He wants you to have fun. He wants you to enjoy life. But you got to know where it says it. Right? And he give you the words that this is the word live by. Because Satan want to trick you. Kyrie Irving is in trouble. I like him. He's my man. I like him. He's in trouble. He's in trouble, y'all. Because Nike just dropped him and they was paying him $11 million a year. Right? So they just dropped him. Now, they got dropped him because he, he all he did, watch this here. All he did was like, he had Twitter. He liked a documentary on Twitter and told somebody to watch this documentary. That's all he did. He didn't say nothing about the Jews. He didn't, no anti-Semitic, none of that stuff, right? But in the documentary, it says something about, something negative about the Jews, right? Uh, and he liked it. All he did was like it. Do you know it cost him, man, almost $50 million? Right? Ignorance, right? He read it and he says, man, and he said, he was talking once, he says, man, because we don't know. Because we don't know what the word of God says, and we be, and he's he real spiritual. I like him. He's real spiritual and all this kind of stuff. But somebody got to him real fast and listen, man, you need to come back down to earth because you're about to lose it all. He said, I apologize. Because he was deep at first, right? Here's what's, what's happening to us. We don't, a lot of us are now getting away from the word of God. We know what the word of God says, but we're walking away from it. And people say, man, it don't take all that. You don't need all this. I don't need. And here's the thing. Where are you going? If you don't need Jesus, where do, what do you need? Yeah. Ross, if, the, if you don't need Jesus and you learn your history, now I know my history. What do I do with the history? Because the history is going to take you right back to the word. You, you, you can get all the knowledge you want, man, but you got to have something. Otherwise, you have a lot of knowledge, and then Satan said, ooh, they're so smart, I can use them, and then you end up destroying other people, talking about other people, putting other people down, belittling other people. And guess what happens when you do that? People don't want to be uh, around you. So it's, it's, Satan said, I know how to trick you. You think you're smart? I give you a lot of information. Satan desires to sift you as we, and he's so smooth. Greater is he that is in you, and he that is in the world. Now, what they're saying is that when you get Christ inside of you and you get the word and you know the word, then you start to move in righteousness. All righteousness is is make the right decision. Well, I don't know what the right decision is. It's in the word of God. I want to know what's right. It's in the word of God. I don't understand how to raise my kids. It's in the word of God. I don't know how to, it's in the word of God. I don't know how to eat. It's in the word of God. Anything you talk about is in the word of God. And so we, and don't, and if we don't know it, then Satan can trick us and cause us to go astray. And now we walk around powerless. 
our young kids in school grab a hold to anything somebody tell them, and now they 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 off the deep end, and you're like, how do you get off deep end? Because they don't know what the word says. So somebody give them something, and listen, these young, I promise you, I can get any young kid in here right now, and I get up, and they'll argue me down that a certain rapper or somebody else is a certain way, and they ain't never met them. They read it somewhere. They argue me down. You just don't know. I'm telling you, he like, they ain't like that. What you mean? They, you don't even. You've never seen them. <laughs> no, you just don't know, Pastor Darren. You old. You know, this is new. <laughs> I want to challenge you all today. The first step to a journey to righteousness is, is get into the Word of God. And start listening and reading the word of God. If you can't read it, listen to it. So it can start changing your life. So you can be able to fight against Satan because he comes to the, his, his desire is to sift you. His desire is to get into your life. He wants you because you've accepted Christ. You got baptized today, you might get home and your wife may start an argument. You say, Why is she gonna start an argument? Because Satan wants to get you angry already. And if she ain't on guard, she don't realize it's happening. I'm telling you, that's how it works. You don't realize that. He says, oh, you think you say, oh, you're so excited about this. You went, you don't want to get in the water? Go back in the bathroom and get in the bathtub then. <laughs> Y'all laughing, man, but Satan's just like that. And he's going to hit you right away. You mean, man, I just got baptized. You tripping, girl. I'm trying to turn my life around. You ain't doing it fast enough. I'm telling you, how it, that's how it works. Because his job is to get you. And if I get you, then you can't influence nobody else. Amen? Give the Lord a hand clap. Everybody stand to your feet. Give me some soft music, D'Angelo. Is he back there?